Okay, guys, hello and welcome to Guest Life Podcast, episode 48. I am just filled with joy today. You don't know how special this is. I think I have the same outfit um, when I was six. If you look at my he- Hebrew school uniform that my mom dressed me in. Um, we are here with Lati- Lohifa Pogason-Acker. There we go. Um, I am uh, I'm thrilled, guys. It's going to be a great one. The energy in this room is busting. I'm going to say it before she says it, but no, I did not have food at the door <laughs> waiting for us with a, with a spread before she got here. The audacity. <laughs> Lohifa, how are you? I'm great. Dan, the man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Awesome, awesome. Um, before we start, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. Um, we couldn't be here without your episode 48. I, I still can't believe we're here. Um, I think I say it every week as we get up there, but, um, you know, if there wasn't, you know, incredible entrepreneurs and, and community leaders like Lohifa, um, the podcast wouldn't be what it is today. And, and for all of you guys listening in, you know, talking about the journey and the story and kind of taking our businesses and our minds to the next level. Um, and we're going to get there today with uh, with Lohifa and her story. Thank you. Looking all right. To it. So, so. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. I don't know if we have We've time, already but, been talking about but, a but lot. But where do we start? I mean, I've known you for years. Yes. Uh, in energy in the city, in energy in every room. Thank we had you. a joke about our partners and it's just, if um, if you want to know if we're in the room, just close your eyes and listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think anyone that That's knows apt. us will know. Um, tell us That's a little bit about apt. you. What, what's your business? Where do you start? Oh, where do I start? Uh, well, my name is Lohifa Pogizanaka, of course. I am Nigerian by birth and by origin and by nature. I'm also Canadian uh, by immigration. And I'm a mom, I'm a wife, a friend, a lover of life. And I don't know what else to say. I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just me. I say, like, when it, when it, when I think about community and giving back, and, and you know, I see you at every single one of the events, spending your time, spending your extra time, spending your earned time. Um, you know, that's something definitely something that brings out. But then when I see you as a personality, <laughs> I uh, you know, it gives me joy. I think a lot of times, you know, following you on social media, talking about positive energy into oh, a screen, especially when you're sitting by yourself in a car. <laughs> Or in an office. You've been watching too much of my Instagram, yeah, Dad. Well, well, you know, the algorithms don't I love lie. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I love it. So let's talk a little bit about your business. How, how's business? Business is great. Business is really great. Um, so some background story. My 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 background, my career background is in public health or pre- previous career. So I went to UBC. No way. I did, yeah. I didn't know that. I did. I went to UBC. Go Thunderbirds, go. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I left UBC and I was, I was going to become a doctor, but my undergraduate degree, which is a dual degree, took me five years and I was going to go in for a neurology and a neurosurgery. And that was going to be another eight years. And I was not trying to be in school for the rest of my life. So I thought, and at that point I was also disinterested in biomedicine. I wanted to learn about alternate ways of health, of knowing about health and also of healing. And so I decided to go the public health route instead. Wow. And so I went and worked overseas for a few years and then I came back to Canada. What is that overseas? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I went mostly Where? around West Africa. So I went back to Nigeria because I wanted to give back. I wanted, oh to, my gosh. I wanted to go back to my home country, my homeland. But then I ended up 
up traveling all over for work. The US, most of West Africa, North Africa, <laughs> the UK. <laughs> no way. Yes. Mm -hmm. When did you do yes. that in your career? Um, early on, actually, early on. Like, initially, was right after I graduated, the next year I was in Nigeria. So you're like 25 now, so that 25. was three years ago? <laughs> no, I definitely do not want to be 25. <laughs> definitely do not. I lived those years and they're done. Yeah. My exuberance is done. I have, I've retired from the trade. <laughs> no, right out of university, I went, I, was, I, I believe I was 22 at the time okay. uh, when I went into public health. International development was what I did. And wow. I did that for, yeah, about 10 years. And then it was a wrap. I was I'm coming back to Canada and I'm going to go into the healthcare system here. And Amazing. I did that. And it just wasn't enough for me. I, uh, I wasn't, my job was great and I enjoyed it, but it didn't afford me time, extra time to be with my family, to be with my friends, to be embedded in my community, all the things that matter to me that would provide me with what I considered to be balance at the time. It just, it just wasn't enough. And so I wanted to be in charge of my own time. And I was like, okay, that's it. It's a wrap, I'm out. <laughs> and then it was, well, what are you gonna do now? And I've always loved hairstyling. I've always, always loved it. Since I was three years old, I've been playing with dolls and I did my mom's hair for the first time when I was five <laughs> and she took it to work. And my mom, she was, she worked at KPMG for many years. She's a lawyer, she's a big wig. So I was really impressed because I didn't think she was gonna take it to work. <laughs> I didn't think, I was like, oh wow, really? So that gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. Um, and then I kept styling. I went to boarding school. I styled all my girlfriends at boarding school. It was an all-girls school. And then I went to a mixed school. But all the girls I styled, all the girls and guys when I went to a mixed school. And then um, I just always did it on the side. Um, when I was in Vancouver, I worked out of my parents' garage. I worked at some hair salons downtown and in Richmond and Burnaby. I used to do little pop-ups here and there. Come on. And yeah. And then so when I when I was thinking about what to do, I what, what I wanted to do as a business, I thought, well, this is a skill that I already have. It's it's a hobby that I love. And I love to connect with people. And one of the things I, I was adamant about doing, uh, leaving my work, was to really connect with people. And so the hairstyling is just an excuse. I just love that. <laughs> I can bring you into a space and connect with you as a human being. And then you leave just looking better and feeling better. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Who would have known if you don't ask, right? <laughs> right, right, Dan, right. <laughs> you learn a lot with more questions. You And you have to ask questions because people don't always offer this information, you know. And then you end up making assumptions. And then they're the wrong assumptions. And then we all get in trouble. So... Keep asking. <laughs> that is such great advice. And, you know, that was one of the things that, that led me to the podcast sometimes because without that kind of curiosity, but also I always say there's nothing offside. True. If it offends the person, they'll tell you. True. But they won't answer. True. Was the question offensive? True. Was it coming from ignorance? <laughs> I don't know. But you a lot cannot of offend me, Dad. But that's what I mean. I think a lot of the times it comes from curiosity and understanding right. that, well, most people, especially that have been there or have done something, they share out of joy. Like right, you, right. you can ask those hard questions. And um, I think that opens up for vulnerability and the vulnerable right. conversations are the best ones we want. I agree. I agree. But put some sense into your questioning, though. You know what I mean? All questions are open. Yep. I, I, I shared recently, I don't know if you saw that in my Instagram, where I was, I was pregnant with my son, fully pregnant. I'd been induced and I went in to give birth. <laughs> I was in active labor and this resident doctor walked into the room and asked me, looked me dead in my eye and asked me, so what brings you in here today? <laughs> I don't want to be asked that kind of question. That's a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so ask away, of course, but put some sense into it.
I love that. Yeah, yeah. So you, so where would you add in your career from your medical's perspective? And, you know, now that you're doing hair and doing what you love, mm-hmm. how do you spend your time? Because... So, yeah, go ahead. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is. Um, so, so I... Hairstyling is one of the things I do because I find that it's really, it's become a very effective uh, means for me to, like I said, connect with people, mm-hmm. particularly in the community and not just Hamilton. I have clients coming from all over, from Paris, from London, from Toronto. A lot of my clients are in Toronto, uh, from Niagara, from Burlington, right? So it's really nice because you, you get a sense of what's going on in every city, right? I also, I, I, I do a lot of volunteering work. I do a lot of consulting work. I speak, <laughs> I do trainings, you know, so it's, it's, there are quite a few things that, that, that I do, but I think my ultimate goal in everything that I do is really service and service to my community and service to the people within my community. And it, it always comes back to you, right? Cause people always ask, oh, how can I change? And how can I grow? And how can I learn? It's by serving. It's by giving and through giving, you also get, and you get so much, so, so much. So I, the transition has been great for me because everything I learned from international development and healthcare and health system strengthening and all that, I've been able to bring in, I mean, during the pandemic, for instance, you know, when we were all locked in and all of a sudden I'd become a non-essential service. (laughs) You know, it was nice to hear different perspectives about staying healthy and about, you know, keeping things clean and you know not spreading the virus and all the nonsense that was out there and just being able to see through all that it was it was interesting and it was great so it's been it's been a good it's been a good steady transition for me I would say was there a time that like it hit you to said like okay my my life is now I'm on my path but then the service path is what is fulfilling like was there a moment in time when you were younger or you just found that connection over time so my parents always raised raised us to give back. My grandfather was a commissioner of police. My other grandfather was a lawyer, both very active in their communities. Uh, my mom was also very active, still is. Um, my dad as well, uh, my brother and sister as well. So I think I just I've always grown up with with that 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 sense of ensuring that whatever work that you're doing, it's it's embedded in community service mm-hmm. in one way or another. And even if it isn't directly, you find a way to connect yourself back outside of that work environment, which is what I always try to do. And that's what it came down to, is that I was trying so hard to 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 be active in the community, but I just I didn't feel like I had enough time. Mm-hmm. And and it came to a point where, well, what, what matters more to me? Well, mm-hmm. My community matters more to me, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was <laughs> was, that, was that a hard decision? Not at all, because I'd been thinking about it for a while. And then I was, you know, new mom at the time. You know, my son uh, was about two and my daughter was just born. And yeah. and I thought, no, man, I, I want to spend more time with them. I don't. We had a nanny at the time. And I always joked that she was mom and I was assistant mom because she would see my kids a lot more than I did. And, and that wasn't the life I wanted. Mm-hmm. It certainly wasn't. I know these are decisions that, you know, families have to make all the time. And it helps when you start to think about service. And what can you do on your own to serve? And you you can see that a lot of women have started businesses through the pandemic because they've they've, they've come back to that homely space and and spending more time with their families and seeing how enriching that is and and how strengthening that is for the family and for themselves as well. So so everyone, I feel, is is becoming more and more entrepreneurial. And and that's very exciting to see. Very exciting to see. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I think, uh, you, you know, there's so many people right now that are, 
not just starting businesses, but starting businesses for self, um, which I think is, which is such a unique, do you find, cause over the years I've found because it doesn't feel like work, you're not watching the clock. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I definitely don't watch the clock. <laughs> I definitely don't watch the clock. And my friends are always, you know, talking to me about how I work too much. And I'm like, it's not work. Like, it's really not work. It absolutely isn't. For me, it's it's just living. And I love it. And if it brings me joy and if it makes me happy and if I can sow a seed of joy into someone else's life, why do I want to put a stopwatch on that? (laughs) No, let's go from everlasting to everlasting. Of course, there's some sense in stopping to, you know, self-care and refuel and, you know, be cognizant of that. Right. But ultimately, man, no, let's let's go. (laughs) Dan, you know, you and I are of the same mindset here. So I I think if if there's an event she's not at, I get concerned. I got to get the bat phone out and give her a call. <laughs> no, I think, you know, it's so funny you mentioned that. I was just talking to someone about um, about actually laundry designers with my friend Aaron and Gary. We were doing some pictures and he was talking about how I'm always up styling hair late at night. And I said, well, you know, it kind of makes sense for me because a lot of my clients... They're, they're working moms. They have really busy schedules and I don't want them sitting and spending their whole Saturdays with me, right? So they come sometimes at 11 p.m. and we style till three or four in the morning and then they go home and they have the whole weekend with their families. So I'm around the clock on the days that I work and it's great. I like the flexibility. We get that one-on-one time with each other to share and grow and we do fun stuff. We watch movies, we listen to music, we talk about life, we learn from each other. It's always great. I wouldn't want to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the connector. It's, it's funny, but, you know, it's so true. Like we talk about, um, and this is something that came up recently. I was talking to some uh, some of the younger generation, and we we did take high school co-op students here. Nice. Um, nice. Well done. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It well is done. like well the joy of my life. Good. Good. And, good. Uh, good. But... As a business owner, sometimes, you know, especially when, listen, we always, you know, a lot of people say we have culture at our office or we have an open door policy, but, but not everybody knows how to approach it. Just like we said earlier, not mm-hmm. everybody knows how to ask the question. Right. So I try to make a conscious effort to go to these students and ask them deeper questions. Good. That's awesome. And, and one of the things is, is what do you want to do for the next five years? Not the rest of your life. And what I try to explain to them, and let me ask you this question, but did you find a love for something once you become an expert at it? Because the confidence in the question of, are you able to do this for me? And the confidence you have in saying, you can come in with your shitty hair or your bad style (laughs) or your bed head, whatever you want to say. I love it. Or grown out, whatever whatever term you want to say. I love it. I've gone to my barber looking like a bag of shit. And I've left there feeling like a million bucks. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, he or she has the confidence to kind of, depending on who I go to, because, right. you know. Um, it's good to have choices. Some of my female barbers are, are badass. Of and uh, just depends on the day, right? If they went out drinking the night before or, or, <laughs> or not, how I'm going to look. But the confidence comes from, like, you know, I never had a passion for plumbing. Right. Never. And, right. and did I think it was going to be a career? Absolutely not. Right. Did I love it? No, not at all. Do I love it? It's it, it. I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. But right. I think that love comes from 
being able to solve problems for other people for sure. and for being sure. that solution. Sure. Is that something that, you know, if you started at three, like you said, <laughs> and then that confidence that your mom gave right, right. when she went to right. work at KPMG. Right, right. That's a good question. Good question. I think you, you and I align in many ways uh, on, on our journey, I think. Um, there's, there's many answers to that question. First of all, I don't. I don't think. I don't like that word, expert expertise. I don't. I don't, okay. like, I don't like that word at all because you, you always want to be in the state of learning. You always want to be teachable. And expert implies that that you're at the pinnacle of the knowledge, right? That you 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 know or you, mm-hmm. you know the most, <laughs> which is never really true at any point in time because there's always more to learn, right? And I think I think in my case, it was just something that I I loved doing, just like you. I never thought that I would become a hairstylist. I never thought that this would be uh, my breadwinning profession at this point in my life. Never. I mean, I had I had plans to go back to medical school. I had plans to remain in international development and become a country director. You know, I, I had I had all these dreams. But at the end of the day, uh, life changes, and that's one of, one of the constants in life is change, and yeah. you have to be ready to change as well. And and I think what's worked for me is is staying teachable, uh, staying humble. And and always being being attuned to to serve. This is it, Lohifa. This is not about you. It's not. I make certain decisions in my business, and it's not about me. I think about my clients as well. I think about their needs. I think about their expectations. I think about myself as well. But it's 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 a pot of many considerations. So I think I think that's the most important thing. I don't I don't think I don't think we should we should strive for expertise. Yeah, we'd strive for excellence and you know be your best and do your best. But stay open to change and stay open to growing and stay open to 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 expanding your knowledge base and stay open to learning because you never know. You started off. What were you going to be? Certainly not a plumber. No. Uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to be a lawyer or an accountant. There because you go. I, I was good at numbers, and my mom said I had to argue a lot of points. <laughs> you sure do, and you're good <laughs> at it, too. Stubborn, yeah. <laughs> you're good at it, too. I think, you know, we, we raise kids these days, or at least in my day, there's, you know, doctor, lawyer, engineer, disgrace yep. to the family. That's the joke. <laughs> And hairstyling fell under the fourth category, right? It's not, no one's trying to have children and say, yeah, my kid's going to be a hairstylist, at least back then. You know, I'm Nigerian. Everybody wanted, you know, you're going to be a surgeon, you know, you're going to be this, or you're going to be that. But you, you have to, you have to give your children, at least with me, what I try to do, give my children a vast array of, of options in terms of interests and see, see what they gravitate to and whatever they gravitate to, encourage them along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. Just build skill. The world is fast changing. Just build skills because you never know when those skills will come in handy. Like I said, I never thought I'd be, never thought I'd be a hairstylist, but I love what I do, love what I do. And beyond just hairstyling, it's really just the connection, just being a good person and mm-hmm. having, having empathy and being a respectful person and being a considerate person so that you are able to connect with other people to build community. I say this all the time. I don't want to I don't want to. I don't want to befriend. I don't. I don't. I'm not interested in in becoming friends or or getting to know people who are just in business to make money. Stay away from me. You have to be in the business of building community as well. Those two things have to be together for you to kind of want to hang with me. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Otherwise, stay away. We don't. We got nothing in common. <laughs> you be in the business of making money and in the business of building community. Yeah. And you can never fail if those two are, are top of mind. You can never. Yeah, it's 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 so true. Yeah, I think it's um, you know I remember one of the things we had 
a huge struggle with at the beginning was was I opened the business from a personal conversation. Mm -hmm. I opened the business and it was just immediately I felt attacked for for financial support from people. Oh yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not making, I don't have any money to give you. I was like, I'll take some charity. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, you know what? What else can we do? Right. What can we do that doesn't cost money? Right. What do we do that that's, pushes some energy, takes some time? And now that's our entire community involvement. That's amazing. And I think, you know, what it's done and, and showcased, like uh, a good friend of mine's doing March Padness, which is uh, <laughs> nice. female hygiene products in the Munch of Nice, Martha. I love it. Yeah. That's and awesome. Like, you know, being able to, not saying that I was his inspiration, but right. what we talk about is like showcasing to people that it doesn't always have to be this monetary. We did a golf charity tournament right. and we give right. right. $15,000. That's awesome. It's, Coats. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's time. It's community mm -hmm. clean. Mm -hmm. It's whatever we can do to kind of volunteer our time. Where there's, there's so many amazing organizations. Right. And that's why I wanted to bring it up into the YWCA. <laughs> um, how did you start your journey getting involved? Because I think a lot of people don't know. Right. Don't right. know the first steps. Right. Um, or don't know where to go. That's true. Well, I think it, it, I have a lot of interests. You know, I'm interested in student success and mentorship, just like you. I'm interested in healthcare and healing. I'm interested in women and girls. I'm interested in business. I'm interested in, in the environment and environmental protect, protection. I'm interested in, in what's the word now? <laughs> I'm, I don't think it's a word. I'm interested in in being a good human being, being mm -hmm. a good, decent human being. So so I find organizations that are aligned and I say, well, where are you needing help? How can I come in and how can I help you? How can we work together to to make your goals? What's the word? To, to achieve your goals. How can we work together to have more impact? That's what I was, that's what I was looking for. It was in my brain somewhere. <laughs> How can we come together to have more impact? And I think, and I think the more we're able to do that, the more impact we will have, right? I mean, everyone has a little thing that they want to do. Everyone has, you know, they have their interests and then they have their strengths. But if we can all bring it together as a community and work together, man, I, I can't even begin to imagine how amazing that would be. You know, and you've done that in many ways, right? With your code drive, I saw that over the holidays. Mm -hmm. There were so many coats that were on, on the staircase. <laughs> there was a lot of coats. There were a lot of coats. And then the mentorship that you're doing with schools, with schools and all that right so for me it was uh, i just i joined the um philanthropy committee uh philanthropy so philanthropy and what's it called at the time now i don't recall but but it was a philanthropy committee with the ywc and we're involved with fundraising we're involved with events planning we're involved with uh, community organizing um, i've walked those miles you that's right so we do all that walk a mile in their shoes um we do the woman build hamilton campaign we did the um the the awards that were just on recently the um, that was a the, great event yes the, yeah. the YWCA uh, what's it called now women women of distinction awards Dan I did say I was hungry didn't I yeah <laughs> the brain's not fully working. it's obvious no, Dan Dan where's the pizza it's coming okay good it better it's be coming. covered I can't believe yeah. you brought it's me it's hot as soon as this didn't is bring done. didn't bring me any food there was supposed to be a spread people there was but, supposed to be a spread there's four I'm, types I, of water here but. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I just, you know, for me, I'm not a shy person, never have been. And so when I when I left my job and I knew that I wanted to start my business, but I also wanted to give back and I wanted to be very strategic about doing that. I went to all the organizations that aligned and I said, hey, you know, I've got I've got these skills and I'm great with people. I have a good smile. How can I help you? <laughs> and it was really that simple. It was really that simple. So so with the why, and you know, a lot of my friends who are also in community have done a lot of work with the why and actually work at the YWCA. So it was it was it was an easy transition for me. Mm-hmm. And then you just get challenged, you know, Hifa, do you want to do this? Or Hifa, we need to do that. Or Hifa, and you got all these thoughts and ideas and you bring it together and then you look for ways to to implement them. And that's really what it... And then when, you, when you're in one space, you interact with people who are in other spaces totally. and they pull you into those spaces. And mm-hmm. that really is how I've just disseminated myself <laughs> and just around like, this Just city. like you said there, like one of the things I think is so special about you is I've never seen you in a bad mood. No. <laughs> that's a choice I do. and I think and I think it's it's such a special thing to do and when you talk about service and you mm-hmm. talk about showing up as your best self and, right. and, and right. being a leader right. that like it's so noticeable when you mm-hmm. make the choice yeah. to be that person and be that face and be that energy mm-hmm. that I know like if I'm having a day someone they're like especially the office <laughs> here I call it the gauntlet coming down the office here but like it's so much more apparent when you are maybe having That's a day true. or you're not your best That's self because true. you go from such a high to That's like true. normal. Yes. For, <laughs> normal for everyone. Yeah. This is our normal day. Yeah. That's normal for everyone. Yeah. Very different. Very different. But when you're serving, yeah. right? Like how yeah. many people come into your chair right. Right. And, and come in with a problem and leave right. with a completely different outlook? Right. That but must it's be the same with special. you. I think it, it really is about it really is about the interaction and being, being conscious and deliberate about the mm-hmm. outcome of that interaction, right? I get down to I say it all the time I get down I get sad but I don't stay there that's not where I'm called to be that's not where I want that's the way I want to be there's nothing exciting about it I want to be done and out so I actually have I have I have a uh an hourglass I have a few of them around my house and they're exactly seven and a half minutes and on days when I'm struggling or when I'm upset or when I'm I'm not my best self I give myself exactly seven and a half minutes to get the hell out of it That's <laughs> and <powerful>. I'm done <laughs> and I move on. And because because sometimes there's, there's this psychological theory of learned helplessness where you you get used to being sad and you get used to being down and you get used to being, you know, <laughs> helpless really and no one wants to stay there if you we're human beings right it's learned behavior if you push yourself out of it learn to push yourself out of it you eventually get out of it so i i don't even let myself get to the point where it becomes comfortable i'm one and done our glass is done i'm on to the next thing good for you <laughs> that's worked for there, me i'm that, not saying it works the, for everyone there's the hint of the day guys. It definitely that, that's powerful <laughs> thank you thank you you need those tools right i think you do um, you do I think we all get kind of stuck sometimes like, you know, is it a bad minute or a bad day? Right. right. And that bad minute, you know, especially myself, sometimes I can, you know, you talk about being so so positive a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. When I'm having a bad day, one of the tools we use is identifying, especially in business. Mm-hmm. There's challenges that come up all the time. Every time. <laughs> so if I'm having something that's overwhelming, it mm-hmm. goes, okay, I had a terrible day. Everything's going wrong. Right. But everything goes wrong every day. This and is everything true. goes right every day. This is true. This but is that true. one overarching thing That's makes true. you focus on all the bad instead right. of focusing on all the great. Right. And That's I think true. sometimes the 
you know, I, a lot of people right now are talking about what am I grateful for? What's my gratitude journal? And I think yeah. that exercise is very powerful. But I also, agree. if you add in a piece of reflection and say, where was I last year at this time? Mm-hmm. And where am I today? Mm-hmm. And what are all those things we accomplished this year as, as a mind or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it? Mm-hmm. But as an energy, what did we do? Mm-hmm. And that's I true. find that's such a powerful powerful statement. I don't I think do, we do. take enough time. It's not about to reminisce. It's not about talking about your high school days when you're, right, right. you know, the sports team being, or whatever. But being cognizant of how far you've come, I think is it's important. You know, I think for a lot of yours listening that are that are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs and, and you just saying like, oh no, it was an easy decision <laughs> to get into you know to, to the entrepreneur space and, and not giving up on a career, but taking for the sure. next steps in for your sure. career for to sure. saying like wow you did that. Right, right. Wow, just imagine you didn't have like you have it but just imagine you didn't or you were worried about taking that step true right true true. i want to get back to what you said about about you know the the overarching theme when we have good day or bad day or good minute or or good minute or bad day or a good i don't know how you said it but whatever you said i think i think the overarching thing there is attitude Mm -hmm. wherever you are in your day whatever's happening whatever you're going through you have to have the right attitude. My mom has a saying, your attitude determines your altitude. Okay. And I believe that 100%, right? If you're having a bad day, that's the one thing you have control over. That's everything else could be going wrong and you've got no control, but you always have the choice of attitude. And if you come with the right attitude, you'll be good, you'll be fine. The I world could that. be collapsing around you and you'll be fine. And, you know, the things that you learned from your mom, because, you know, before this, we talked about how soon I have to have kids and, and, and Lo challenged you pretty hard on why I'm having kids and why I don't want to do this. So it's good to the crux of I it. I had a good answer. I had a good answer. You had a very good answer. Had good you had answer. a very good answer. There's purpose. Um, but as a mother. Yes. Yeah, and a wife. Yes. Uh, yes. But also a daughter. Right. How do you find creating the mold for yourself? Because, oh you know. I always say, like, the habits that we build, our children are going to build. Right. And a lot of the times, we might not all like this, but I I have met, like, my sister stopped me in the middle of a lunch. We were at a lunch, and uh, I go to a naturopath. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a gauntlet of vitamins of some sort that I take every day. Nice. And we used to make fun of my mom. So she's so embarrassed because she'd have her little fanny pack. And she'd <laughs> go, oh, it's 1130. Time to take my pills. And I'm out of lunch and I brought a Ziploc bag with my pills. Took him out of lunch. My sister Julie goes, your mom. She goes, you're being mom right now. That's nice to see. It's nice to see your parents in your siblings and then also in yourself. I think that's a beautiful thing about about being a parent. And how? so how are you going to – what's the plan to sculpt your kids? Oh, man, just keep just, being yourself? I think so. I think, like you said, what was that? We were talking about dating and stuff, and you said you had to write down the list of what you want or mm-hmm. the attributes, and then you work towards being that person, and then you'll attract that person, right? Yeah. I think it's the same with parenting. I think your kids raise you just as much as you raise them. I love so that. you have to think. You have to think about who you are being uh, to them, amiss them, and that will raise them, right? Kids, kids, they they learn more by 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 seeing than they learn by hearing. You can you can say all the great things and you can quote all the great quotes but if you yourself are not the person that you want them to be it's 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 going to be one stretch of a goal <laughs> to try to get them to be it so i've got a good good community around me i mean i i by god's grace and my both my parents are still alive and i've got 
a sister and a brother, and I've got lots of amazing friends who set my kids straight with me as well. And and my husband is is awesome. So so I think that's it's you know the, the, it takes a village really uh, to raise children, especially these days when the world is just you know there's so many options. These kids have so many options it's crazy so you want to be able to you want to be able to give them the tools uh, that will help them navigate the world as a good human being as a good compassionate empathetic respectful goal-oriented human and, and I'm not just going to do it alone I've never wanted to do it alone so I'm glad that I have the community around to help me and I think it comes back to that as well right where did these friends come from where did my husband come from they came from me being in the community and serving yeah. <laughs> and and what are they doing in return they're, they're helping me build myself and build my family right so so it's it's mutually beneficial <laughs> if you've been holding back on community service or on giving back you're missing out on a lot Tons. on a lot yeah it's you know and and some of these organizations um my sister worked for the canadian cancer society oh nice and um and yeah i think you know a lot of the times too we're, we're talking about these these staff members for hire okay and the conversation between you know how many volunteers it takes to run these organizations. <laughs> and when you are volunteering, if you treat it like a position, it is so much more supportive to these organizations yeah. that are, you know, sometimes underfunded or undersupported, but also just the impact that they can make is if you say, you know what, I'm going to donate three hours of my time. I'm going right. to donate an hour of my time. Right. Act like the best employee. Act right. like the VP. Facts. Act like, Facts. you know, go in, Facts. treat it like a job and, and really make an impact there. And, right. and what we find is that is so gracious. For sure. And so well received from the staff members. There's no better feeling. Oh, entirely. And you can't get a gift that's better than that. Dan, entirely. If that you're thank going you, to do that something, hug, right. That if you're going to do shake. something, do it well. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. Just mm -hmm. do it to the best of your ability or step aside. Let mm -hmm. someone else do it. It's really that simple. Yeah. And it makes a big difference. Again, the attitude that you bring to the work. That's it. <laughs> you know, I'm very fortunate to be on a board with you. And, um, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes, especially at the end of a long day, it's okay, we've got this board meeting, but right. the impact we can make right. as, a, right. as a group of leaders in an organization, right. it's like, I always say, wow, I'm grateful to have this opportunity to be, even course. be on this board instead of, Oh, oh, one more to. thing you have to do. Right, right, oh, right. Being great. I get for to. It. Yes, that's right. I remember right. being the one plumber in the whole organization. <laughs> People thought I was... I was they're, are you, are you? they're like, the bathrooms are over there if you need to go fetch them. I'm was, a hairstylist. Yeah. Oh, come on. Like, yeah. people don't people don't expect people don't expect people like us to to exist in spaces like that because of our career choices right when you think about the board that we serve on you think ah big wig wall street business you know you got to be top tier ceo and all that that is some bunkum i think everybody has something to offer in terms of perspective because we all have different approaches we all have uh, different ways of knowing we all have different understandings we all have we have different ways of thinking and if you can bring those perspectives regardless of where they're coming from you can bring them together the outcome will be all the better so it really doesn't matter what your career is and i feel so sorry for people who pull people on boards just because they are engineers or just because they 
they are, you know, they are business successful in business. You could bring someone who failed in many businesses and they will have more to offer you than the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And I mm -hmm. say that facts on facts because it really is about the perspective and the diversity of that perspective that you bring together. So it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of you as a plumber on the board. <laughs> what up, plumber? Yeah. Hey, from the hairstylist. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, to, to the, going back to that assumption, it's like I was the one that assumed I couldn't be part of it. Right. It wasn't them not making me feel included. No, I'm sure they made it, you feel included. It was, but, um, right, right. It, it was, you know, how do I, how do, I do this? How do how I navigate do this? Right. Well, you, you build yourself up and this you ask some true. questions this and you true. get involved. This is true. Right? Like, um, the conversation around ROI and, and what do I, what am I getting out of this? <laughs> I met you. <laughs> for itself. So I think this is true, and that's a good point too. Again, it's it's what it's the, the kind of community that you can build within the spaces that you allow yourself be a part of and that you allow yourself contribute to and that you allow yourself participate in, right? And how you show up in those spaces as well determines the kind of people that you attract. If you're showing up as a volunteer whining and complaining, oh, one more thing I have to do, I got to lift this other box again. How many people are going to want to interact with you? How many? I mean, you find a few people of the same mindset, but yeah. you're not going far. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a room over there for you guys. <laughs> Get on my face. That's funny. That's interesting. Yeah, no, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, our, our self-perception is, is very, very, very important. How, how we see ourselves and, and how we show up. Sometimes we are our own worst critic. So it's very important to, to be aware of, of your self-talk and to know yourself too. We, we, we were talking about that before we came on. It's so important to take the time to know yourself and know your strengths and know your skills and then know how, when and where to apply them. I think mm -hmm. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's powerful. It is. It really is. So we always ask ourselves these questions at the end of the podcast, but what advice... <laughs> we're at the end what, already? What? Yeah, what? And, and I think we're going over in time, but what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, man, it's funny you mentioned that because I was, I guess I already led into it. I think... I, you know, I was raised confidently. I was, I was, I'm a confident person, never had an issue with confidence, but I would tell my younger self to ground my confidence in the knowledge of myself. Okay. Yes, I think it's so important for us to, to, to be grounded in, in that knowledge. Sometimes, you know, life, we just go through life, we go through all the motions, right? We, we take time to know other people, to date other people, to impress other people, but we never really take the time to do the same for ourselves. And, and that's one thing I wish I did more of uh, growing up was get to know myself more. Now I, I know I'm talking, I mean. <laughs> no I way. fully know. <laughs> I mean, can't, what, you can't tell, you're blind. <laughs> I know myself and I love myself and I'm very grateful uh, for this self. Uh, but it's so important for, for those who might be, you know, out there questioning or struggling, please take the time to, to know yourself and give to yourself. And, and ground your confidence in, in that knowledge. Amazing. Yeah. I think that's a journey that we kind of always need to continuously be on. And I think, yeah, just like I said earlier, that, that was something where I was always trying to fit in with other places. Right, right. Um, that's normal. That's normal. And, and I feel... Uh, I feel that's just some great advice for the younger generation. And how, how would you... How would you recommend for someone to start that journey? Right. 
I think I think spending time with yourself is important. A lot of times, you know, we we mirror, like you said, you're trying to be other people, right? We we mirror other people, and even when you do that, there's things that sit well with you, and there's things that don't. You know right away whether you vibe with someone or not, right? Yeah. You know when you're in a space doing something whether it's the right thing for you or not. You know when you're having an interaction whether it's the right interaction or not. So I think it's it's really about being attentive and paying attention to the things that sit well with your spirit and the things that sit well with your mind and things yeah. that sit well with your heart, things that sit well with your head, right? I think that's really the important thing. So pay, be very, very attentive. Do you live your everyday life, you know, explore your options, do what you need to do, but be attentive to the things that 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 stir your spirit, and and those are the things that those 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 are the seeds that will that will guide you to to who you are, and then when when you find that person, because it comes in little snippets here and there, you know, just just love, just love, love, love yourself. It's so important, and everything will flow out of that. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's um, been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the questions we always ask ourselves, guys, on the podcast is, why not me and why not now? Um, and Lo is just a spinning image of that when it comes from entrepreneurship, but also just, you know, attitude, attitude, attitude. Yes, and, yes. you know, being that energy in the room and, um, yeah, being true to yourself and kind of taking life and journey to the next level because right. you don't know who you're going to impact because I could tell you from day one, this woman has impacted Aww, my life in you, such Dan. a positive way. As have you, mine. And I hope today she had the opportunity to impact yours. Um, I hope so too. All her social media, which is a laundry list, um, <laughs> is going to be on uh, online. Uh, Ty in the background here is going to get over that for you. Just check her out, guys. You, you, you want to see somebody that day in and day out puts herself out there, um, you know, to, to make everybody else around her hopefully come up to her energy levels and, and kind of take life to the next level. Right. Um, so it's That's been an right. absolute pleasure, guys. It's been an awesome time. Thank you all so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Appreciate you all. Okay. Awesome. Woo-hoo!